The pre-competition routine. One of the simplest ways to quiet your mind and be as confident as possible is to have a pre-competition routine. Now this is very different than your warm-up. When we have a warm-up with our team, this is, usually, this is usually something we do about an hour before we compete. When we talk about our pre-competition routine, we're speaking about the 15 to 20 minutes or even right up to the moments before you compete. So it's what you're thinking right before you go out there and compete. Now, why is this so important? Because we tend to get the most nervous the time just before we step out there and perform. So we want to make sure we control that as specifically as possible. So having a very detailed and specific and consistent pre-match routine is going to be one of the best ways to quiet our mind down. Routines quiet our mind down. So we found that over time, the top athletes, they include four things in their pre-competition routine. They are dynamic stretching, an element of fun, deep breathing, and sport-specific drills. Now again, this is gonna vary based on sport and it's also gonna vary based on how much time before you're competing. But, because you might be doing this moments before you go out there, a golfer might have a pre-swing routine. A tennis player has a pre-serve routine. They bounce the ball a certain number of times. A basketball player has a pre-free throw routine. Remember seeing Jason Kidd blow a kiss to the net before he would take a shot, right? A tennis player would bounce the ball a certain amount of times. A baseball player does a certain thing with his bat, hits his cleats, taps himself, whatever. Does a the same thing every time. Well, there's also pre-competition right before you're stepping out there to compete. So, you want it to be the same thing every time, so there's consistency. Like we said, you can't get a consistent performance without having consistent thoughts, consistent feelings, and consistent behaviors. So you might want to go back to that lesson on our best, our best performances and our worst performances to find out what number energy level was I at from 1 to 10. 1 being very low energy, 10 being hot, very high energy. What was I thinking when I was at my best? What was I thinking when I was at my worst? And what was my energy level like there? What songs was I listening to? What did I eat before I competed? And then building that into your pre-competition routine. Okay, so let's start it off. First and foremost, let's go with our dynamic stretching. Again, this is different than your warm-up that you probably already did with your team. Dynamic stretching is different than static stretching. Dynamic stretching wakes up your neuromuscular system. It wakes your body up. Static stretching puts our muscles to sleep. Dynamic means movement, static means staying still. So if I bend down and touch my toes, it's a static stretch, I'm holding it. But if I do some leg kicks, if I do some knee hikes, bringing my knees up to my chest, that's dynamic, that's waking our muscles up. You'd be surprised how many athletes we see mess this up. Even high level athletes, right before they go out there to compete, even at the collegiate level, they're holding their arm across their chest. They're holding their arm back. They're pulling their neck down. It's static. You're holding those stretches. It actually puts your muscles to sleep. Instead, you'd be better off rolling your neck around, bringing some light arms right across your body, light arm circles, forwards, backwards. There's a whole series of dynamic stretching. We have a video on this. You could ask us for it. We're happy to send that over to you. But dynamic stretching, what you want to do is you want to have an order that you're doing this. So I'd recommend start from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes. There's nothing special about that, but having an order, having a routine is gonna quiet our mind down. While I'm moving through these stretches in the same order every time, it's not to be superstitious, and, it, and you don't wanna get nervous if you don't do the same exact ones, but it quiets our mind down. While I'm doing my pre-match routine, while I'm doing these dynamic stretches, I'm not thinking about the coaches, the parents, my family, my friends. What's the score? What happened the last time we competed? What's the significance of this event? All that garbage fades to the background, and I'm in the present moment. 
not in the past, not in the future. I'm in the present moment, moving through my pre-match routine and starting off with those dynamic stretches. So try to be sequential. Go from the top of your body down to the bottom of your body. Pick out 10 to 20 dynamic stretches to get your body ready to go. And again, this depends on how much time you have right before you go out there and compete. If it's right before, if you're a pitcher and it's a pre-pitch routine, you're not going to be able to go through a full dynamic stretch series. So maybe you have one, two, or three things that you do. Next, an element of fun. This is something very important and a lot of athletes don't do this. You want to remind yourself that you're having fun. You want to remind yourself that you enjoy what you're doing. Remember mindset principle number one that we have. I'm thankful for the opportunity to compete. Well, we forget that. It's real easy to lose sight of that when the game's on the line, when it's a, you know, seems like this competition is a really big deal. So what we want to do is we got to, if we're finding ourselves getting too nervous, we got to counteract that. We got to balance that. We got to tip the scales in the other direction by doing something maybe even a little bit silly, something that makes us smile, something that makes us laugh. One of my favorite YouTube videos, videos on this is the great soccer player, Diego Maradona. If you type in Maradona warm-up, soccer player, you can see he's doing all kinds of funny things. He's dribbling the ball with his feet. He's got his shoelaces untied. He has funny socks on. He's doing all these tricks. But he's warming himself up. He's building in that dynamic stretching. He's warming himself up, and at the same time, he's keeping it fun. He's smiling. He's laughing. And so what you might choose to do, you might joke around with a teammate or with a friend. But maybe a teammate or a friend isn't around. Maybe you bring a, series, you know, a couple tennis balls, start juggling before you go out there to compete. Something funny. Say something silly to yourself. Have a joke in your head. Listen to a funny song. Be sensitive to that music that you're listening to. Okay, I remember when I was competing back in high school, I would think you have to listen to hard rock, metal, you know, um, rap. Get yourself real fired up. You might be already an intense person as it is. You want to pull yourself backwards. So in college, I would start warming up to country music, dance music. I would listen to Alvin and the Chipmunks, the song Staying Alive. Listen to disco. I've listened to Christmas songs. And, and the whole point is you stop taking yourself so serious, right? I remember in the movie Tin Cup about the golfer, he was having a hard time finding his swing. So what did he do? He put one of the tees in his ear. He turned his hat inside out. He started, he took one shoe off. Basically, they, they, his uh, coach had him do all these different things to make himself feel like he looks ridiculous. And why do you do that? Because it takes the stress off. So have something that you could do that's appropriate to your sport that reminds yourself to have fun. Remind yourself to have fun. Take it easy, relax. It's not a matter of life or death. So have an element of fun. Make sure you build that into your pre-match routine. Number three is deep breathing. Now, whenever we calm down, we want to make sure, calming down is really about taking control of ourselves, right? Now, can I control my thoughts? Maybe, maybe not, right? Sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's harder. But we can control our breath. The simplest way to take control of our, our thoughts and to quiet our mind down is to take control of our breath. So I recommend getting away from the people that you're around. If it's possible, again, in your sport, get away from the people. Take, take about 20, min 20, <laughs> 20 minutes, take about 20 deep breaths or take about two minutes worth of deep breaths. In through your nose, out through your mouth, and it should all be done in your stomach. You don't want your shoulders to go up and down. And while you're doing this, you want to be putting yourself in your happy place, like Happy Gilmore. Something that makes you relax, something that makes you feel calm. Have that image in your head. Maybe it's the beach, maybe it's um, about whatever it is, laying down in your bed at night. Whatever it is, go to your happy place. That's the only thing you think about and take those deep breaths. In through your nose, out through your mouth. If you can, take 20 deep breaths. 
Now again, if you're in a situation where, if you're in a sport where there's more of a time crutch, it might only be one or two deep breaths. And when you're doing it, you don't think about anything else in the world. Release, relax, and let go. Give, make sure you're doing this, you're structuring this at the right time in your pre-match routine. And then finally, number four, you're going through sports-specific drills. So you're doing something that's gonna mimic what you're gonna be doing in competition. So as a wrestler, we recommend hand fighting or doing a couple moves with a partner. Now, why is that important? Because in your practices, generally before you start competing in practice, you're doing a lot of drills. You're doing a lot of uh, sports-specific drills. So in wrestling practice, I tend to practice with a friend, with one, of, with one of my drill buddies. I'm going through all my moves, and then I go out there and compete in, in practice. But in competition, it's, all, it's often very different. We're doing all these different warm-up things. It feels very different than a practice. So you want to practice the way you compete, and you want to compete the way you want to practice. So do what you would normally do in a practice before that live competition. So sports-specific drills. Again, in golf, it would be taking a couple, um, maybe taking one or two practice swings. In, um, you know, in wrestling, it'd be going through some of the moves with a, with a partner. So I get that feel down right before I go out there and compete. So sports-specific drills for a baseball player might be a couple practice swings. Have that that you're building in so it feels like practice. The idea is so it feels like home, you're comfortable, you're relaxed. Otherwise, you're walking out there cold. So again, those four things, these are the four key ingredients to a great pre-match routine that we've seen from countless athletes. And they are dynamic stretching, an element of fun, deep breathing, and sport-specific drills. Now, how you build that into the pre-match routine and what time is allotted for that, that's something you're gonna have to take time to figure out on your own based on those sport-specific, based on your sport-specific parameters. And something else to think about, as we already said with the music, be careful what songs you're listening to because you want to keep that energy level exactly where you want it to be. Not exactly, but about in that range of where you want to be. You could also build new things in. So you're using the information from those best and worst matches that we spoke about before. But also, don't just think about repairing something that's broke. Think design. Don't think repair, think design. If you never competed before, if you never had any experience in your sport, what thoughts would you build into your head? So if you were Dr. Frankenstein at a lab and you were trying to create a monster that's going to be you when you go out there and you perform, what thoughts would you build in? What feelings would you build in? What actions would you build in? I remember when I did this back in college, it made it a lot more fun. I said, man, if I never competed before, I never had any experience, I would tell myself, you know, there's no place in the world I'd rather be right now. I live for this stuff. I love competition. And I started building that into my pre-match routine. So on top of those four key ingredients, build in the exact thoughts you want to tell yourself and have music that mimics those thoughts or that, that enhances that, that propels it. So have the thoughts, have the emotions, have the behaviors, have those four key ingredients that'll build up that pre-match routine. A couple other pieces of advice that I would give. Um, a lot of times we're in a sport where we have a certain uniform on and the uniform is colder. Like in wrestling, you have your singlet on. Don't go all the way down to your singlet until you absolutely have to. And this could be any other sport too. Maybe you have a jacket on. Keep that jacket on until you have to actually go out there and compete. And the reason why I say this is because often when we strip down too early, now we're cold and um, we, we just don't feel the same. We want to stay warm. We want to have that sweat going when we go out there and compete. So if you're sitting over on the sidelines, keep that jacket on you. Keep yourself warmed up and don't strip down until you absolutely have to keep that body ready to go nice and warm. 
Also recommendation, studies have shown that when you chew gum, it reduces social anxiety. So you might want to chew gum before you go out there and compete or before you're in a certain situation. Don't just focus on the gum. A lot of times we tell athletes this, they forget about all the great pre-competition pre information and all they're doing is chewing gum. This is an extra, okay? But if it helps, why not use it to your advantage? Just make sure you spit it out before you go out there and compete. You don't want to be messing around with that or choke on it. So make sure you have those kind of, make sure you have, keep those, those sweats on as long as possible. Chew that gum. And finally, make a shotgun routine. What this is, is an abbreviated version, a shortened version of that pre-competition routine. Because sometimes you're called to go in and compete before um, you were actually ready to. So if you're, if you're a baseball player, maybe you're, you know, you're not one of the starters, and all of a sudden you get called in, someone gets hurt, or a football player, now you have to get in there. You, don't wanna, you, don't wanna, you might not have thought to go through that whole pre-competition routine, so have an abbreviated version, a shortened version of that pre-competition routine, so this way you're ready to go at any moment. It's like if in the middle of the night someone breaks into your house. You can't all of a sudden go into all these stretches, listen to your music, take your deep breaths, have a short version. Everyone should have a shotgun routine. So if you ever get called on per to perform in any situation, you're ready to go. So you might condense the, that you might only have one or two dynamic stretches. You might only take two deep breaths. Um, you might have one thing you tell yourself is an element of fun. And you might have maybe only one sports specific drill. You wrap that all into a minute and boom, you're ready to go. So you have your pre-competition routine, you have your shotgun routine. It focuses, it helps you focus on the right things, takes your mind off all the garbage that's going on. While you're doing your pre-match routine, you're staying in the present moment. You're not thinking about the competition. You're not thinking about who's around or what's going on. It's just you step-by-step step through that pre-competition routine, guaranteed to make you less nervous, guaranteed to make you more confident. You're gonna feel like you're at home if you practice this over and over, and that's what you should be doing. Once or twice a week, practice that pre-competition on your own, you feel at home, you compete better than you ever had before. One of the best lessons that helped me when I was competing. It worked for me, it worked for our athletes, it'll work for you. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great, excellent information, represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes, working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website, zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook. Also, Make sure as an individual, you sign up for the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation. That's the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one-on-one -on -one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique, or whether it's mindset. One-on-one -on -one is always the best. Thanks for staying with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day.